Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Cherokee Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning. And today's episode is brought to you in part by our local small business initiative, the Business Radio X Main Street Warriors, defending capitalism, promoting small business, and supporting our local community. For more information, go to MainStreetWarriors.org. And a special note of thanks to our title sponsor for the Cherokee chapter of Main Street Warriors, Diesel David, Inc. Please go check them out at DieselDavid.com. You guys are in for a real treat this morning. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast Community Engagement Manager for Next Step Ministries, Lee Johnson. How are you? I am very well this morning. Thank you for having me. Well, it is a delight to have you in the studio. You and I have been hanging out, seeing each other at various community activities. We see each other at Young Professionals of Woodstock, and I've really been wanting to have this conversation on air for some time now. I got a ton of questions. I I know we probably won't get to them all, but maybe a good place to start would be if you could just share with me and our audience mission, purpose, what are you in the next step team really out there trying to do for folks? Our core mission in our ministry is to serve individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. The uh, old school term for that, or the most common term you would hear for that, are special needs. Those with uh, cerebral palsy, anything with uh, uh, severe brain injuries, traumatic brain injuries, Down syndrome, autism. We serve the basic gamut of that, but our specialty is to serve families with intellectual and developmental disabilities on the severe scale. So we have a lot of individuals in our program who are tube-fed and have issues like this. They are mostly wheelchair, heavy use of wheelchairs. So our basic goal is to serve families and help them go out and be able to work in the community and do their daily jobs while we care for their children or their loved ones. Wow. You must really sleep well at night knowing that you're doing that kind of work. That's a mouthful. There's more (laughs) too. (laughs) So how in the world did you get into this kind of work? What's your backstory? Uh, My backstory is that I um, started out in radio sales. (laughs) <laughs> in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, you'll have to stay after class and help me raise a little bit more <laughs> revenue. Know. Maybe that's why I'm where I am now. <laughs> um, so I uh, have a b- marketing background, um, but I found that being in nonprofits, working in the advertising industry and being in nonprofits now serves um, my heart more fully than the rat race of the marketing industry and advertising So whenever I started in nonprofits over 25 years ago, I've stayed. Clearly, you enjoy the work. You would have to have a real passion for this kind of work, I I think. What are you finding the most rewarding? What do you enjoy the most about the work? The thing that I mostly enjoy about the work is seeing the individual's thrive and live their best lives because they were born or experienced a trauma in their lives that has put them in this place. 
and they didn't ask for that. So what we're looking to do is to absolutely help them live their best lives and also allow their loved ones to live their best lives with the services we provide. Seeing smiles on the faces of the individuals, I know that sounds simple, but a lot of the times their days are very challenging. Even though our days might seem challenging, just think about the challenges that they might have mentally, physically throughout the day. And that's what we're there to do, to help them thrive. Because they have talents too. They're artists. They're, some of them are musicians. Some of them are, you know, just, just like you or I. So we're helping them shine. So what are some of the services? What are, what are some of the things that you're able, experiences you're able to create for these folks and opportunities you're able to, to provide? Through Cobb EMC Foundation, we are lucky enough to have a grant funding through them for music therapy. Huh. We have music therapy once a week in all three of our programs. We have three programs, not just one. We have enrichment, we have a day program, and we have enrichment extension. So we serve over 65 families currently, and there wow. is a waiting list. So there's a physical location where, where these folks come, the families bring them on a regular basis, they participate in these various programs? So um, this goes back to the first question that you asked me is, what is our core mission? In Georgia and in most states, at the age of 22, when you are diagnosed with IDD, i.e. special needs, you are graduating at 22. So after that, the options are limited to care for these individuals. They mm. can find in-home care and or they can have their grandparent take care of them or a loved one or things like that. So they're able to come to us for, for those services. And so you have a, a place that they get together here locally in Cherokee County? Yes, we serve three counties, actually. Ah. Cherokee, Cobb, and North Fulton are basic reach. But we do serve some individuals love our program so much that they come as far as they really want to. We are a ministry first, and we're a service provider second. So if there's a family or a loved one that has needs for our services, mm -hmm. we're going to serve them no matter what. I have to imagine that that this is so helpful to the families. You and your team, you're interacting with these families and providing them all kinds of, I would think, emotional support and maybe even help with identifying additional resources. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Um, we, a lot of the times, most of the time, the Medicaid waiver process is an arduous one. And mm. so we have a special caseworker on hand that is able to walk them through the process and to hold their hand, in a sense, in filling out this paperwork for, um, for funding through the state of Georgia. So tell us a little, let's do a day in the life of Lee, because okay. you're out and about, you're everywhere. If I go to some kind of community-oriented event, you're there. Mm -hmm. And so you are very um, in, ingrained here, at least in this community, it sounds like others as well. Tell you know, what, what does your day look like? Um, my day starts without an alarm clock, even though it goes off at 7 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> um, personally at home, I have personally my day, I have chickens, I have dogs, I have a tortoise, <laughs> I have a 22 year old cat. Let's see. So they all need to be fed. Then I come here to visit with you and share about our, our ministry and our mission. I'm at a Cherokee County Chamber of Commerce events. 
I go down to uh, KSU and go to forums down there. Um, I am heavily involved in training our volunteers, and that is something I'd like to speak on today because we welcome volunteers in schools. I'm currently working with the King's Academy on a project, and they're helping us with um, an art show that we're doing in September. So mark your calendars for September. That'll be at Reinhardt University. So it's all about growing awareness of our mission and our ministry just through anybody who is willing to listen. Did you have the benefit of one or more mentors that really understood this space that, that uh, helped you navigate this this new terrain? I will give all of the accolades there to my amazing boss, Lori Baker. She is the founder and president, if you will, of Next Step Ministries. She started our organization 14 years ago mm-hmm. on a shoestring, opened up the nonprofit, and that's, there's something to be said about that with her love and passion for those with special needs. She started out in the Cherokee County school system as a physical therapy. She was right. a physical therapist, and she found that her calling was to help those aging out of high school. So since then, we have really helped thousands and thousands of people. So tell me more about the volunteers. Where do they come from and what kind of activities are are they engaged in? Because it sounds like this is one of the ways that people who are hearing this and those of us in the business community can can try to be try to help. Sure. Well, they can go to our website. It's nextstepministries.net. And there are opportunities on there. You can click on volunteer with us. And of course, in the upper right hand corner, you can click on support us because our mission and our ministry wouldn't be able to continue on without the donations and corporate support from all of our amazing businesses around here. Our volunteer opportunities range from if you have a talent, you like to do art, you you have a passion for art, so you would like to come in and we have a lot of art supplies, so you wouldn't have to bring anything in like that. But if you just want to come in and spend some time with us in program and see what we're about, um, I will guide you through that process. I will make sure that you feel comfortable and you know the right things to say and what not to do, because there's a certain rhetoric that you have with people with disabilities. You have to always make sure that they, they feel respected, that they, they are respected. They're people just like you and I are. So it's all about creating that dialogue and comfort between the quote-unquote person without a disability and the person with a disability. We have a garden that can be, that always needs to be maintained. Now that we're in springtime here, we have weeds. Everybody (laughs) has weeds, right? Right, right. So we have leaves. (laughs) So So, if you have a blower, bring it. (laughs) Um, Things like that. So the group of people that you're serving, the folks who, who have these various disabilities, they have all kinds of interests. Like there's art, there's music. Some of them may be interested in business. or So there's a lot of different ways to try to tap into and give them a, 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 a way to express their creativity and Absolutely. live into their passion, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I have a new idea. I can roll this out here, I suppose, because I really want it to take flight. There is, um, it's like called polymer clay, 
And you people with that can't like tactilely tactilely hold and grip things. They can still do things with their hands, like rolling, um, like smushing and um, smashing and things like that. So if you're if you have that ability and you can see color or put colors together, you can make a piece of jewelry. You know, it's pretty easy to do that. Or you can make like a little clay pot that you can give to your loved one. Or, you know, we can use that as um, a lot, a source of revenue for um, our ministry of donors or those in the community appreciate the art that we're creating. It's very easy to do that. So I'm in the beginning stages of educating myself on that. Well, speaking of education, I suspect that when you're out in the community, a big part of your role is just to inform lay people like me on all the things that we're starting to, to touch on. You know, what is IDD? What is special needs? Uh, what, what are some of the best ways to interact with people? And what are some of the best ways to interact with their families and try to help their help their families. A lot of your work is, is education too, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's always listening, listening hmm. to the people's stories, not talking so much, not doing what we're doing right now. But when a person comes to me, you have to look for cues, social cues, and their stories are very important. And then we can from there deduce what exactly needs to be helped first. Because there's a lot of help that people and guidance and calming down that people need when they have needs like this, needs for services like we provide. We very much enjoy going out about in the community. Um, that's another thing that we do. We just received an amazing new bus from through the ARPA grant. Um, some leftover COVID funding money that was from the Cherokee County Board of Commissioners. Thank you very much, Commissioner Johnston, very much. Mm -hmm. We are very excited about that. We're in the process of having the art designed and the bus wrapped. So we're going to be a moving billboard around. Sweet. Because we cannot afford billboards, so we might as well make it look good. (laughs) So we go bowling. We have an amazing volunteer. His name is Al Cato. He is amazing. He's been taking our individuals bowling for over 10 years. He is a selfless, wonderful man, and he goes with his daughter, Kelly, and they bowl with us three times a week. Uh, It's just like it takes my breath away with regards to the commitment of some of these individuals, our volunteers and parents. One of our amazing other volunteers, her name is Judy. She will be unhappy with me saying this on the radio, but Judy is amazing. She has been volunteering with us for 13 years in our day program, and she is just the most humble, loving woman that I've ever, ever met. So I'm just so touched by by everybody in our organization and the community, you know, no, I can tell it. I can tell it every time I have a conversation with you in any of these environments where we get a chance to, to connect. I can tell it here in the studio. The passion comes through, and I know it's got to be incredibly rewarding. I have a question that I've been asking recently, and I stole it from one of the groups that you and I get together at, at uh, Young Professionals of Woodstock. Uh, the guy who has been running that uh, recently is Jared Rodenizer. 
And he asked the question. It was one of the most revealing in terms of learning about people. He uh, he asked the question, what do you have a tendency to nerd out about? So he's kind of getting in, like, what do you have a tendency? So I've been, my version of that is when when you're not consumed with this work, which I've got to believe is, is <laughs> all-consuming, mm-hmm. but outside the scope of this work, what do you have a tendency to nerd out about or, or do? You mentioned early at the top of the conversation, you've got chickens, so you, you, you must enjoy animals and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But is, I mean, you wouldn't believe some of the answers. I mean, you got people who, you know, they, they like to skydive or someone you, you would never know it in a million years, but they're like a world champion, uh, what do you call it? The shotgun stuff, the skeet and clay, the trap. Clay shooting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you just yeah. don't know it. So anyway, outside the scope of this work, what do you have a tendency to dive into? Um, outside of this, I, like you said, I, I just absolutely love my, my animals, my dogs. I recently lost, I'm going to give you a shout out con. My dog con bull mastiffs are amazing. But anyway, I have just recently picked back up again. Geeky cross stitch. (laughs) Geeky cross stitch. (laughs) I love cross stitch. I love anything like with angles and architecture, I'm very into all of that kind of stuff. So Mondran art is me. I also make my own candles. Do you really? Yeah. So like the cross-stitching thing, I have sister-in-laws who yeah. are very much into that. And to me, it looks incredibly tedious. But like Aunt Sandy, I call her Aunt Sandy. She's my sister-in-law. I mean, when she comes and stays with us, I mean, she is glued to that couch. She watches football and she does the cross-stitching. And it brings her so much joy Mm -hmm. and it it uh you know it just it does for her i suppose what hunting and fishing does for me right so it's it's always interesting i do very much enjoy being in the great outdoors as well so i'm on that hunting and fishing thing with you but i'm just picked that back up again the cross stitch because i have add (laughs) and i'm not medicated so I medicate myself through trying to sit still and keeping my hands busy because people don't like to watch movies with me <laughs> at all, Ryan. But but it's important, I think, to have something like that. Like for me, it's the hunting and the fishing and the outdoors. For you, it's that and, and these other mm. things. But don't you feel like that's really important for, for people to have that? I don't even know if escape is the right word. It's, it's just another dimension to your to, to your being. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, you've got to make time for that. Absolutely. Um, I'll give another little shout-out to my son, Gray. He's a definite not hobby. He is one of the, the light of my life. And I'm very excited to share everything that I do at Next Step with him because young children also need to um, – I feel it very important for them to be comfortable around all types of people. Mm. Amen. Mm. So absolutely. he comes and visits and reads stories. Yeah. And let's be candid or, or, or I will be candid about this mm-hmm. as a lay person, less so maybe since I moved here, because when I do go to young professionals of Woodstock, circle of friends is there right. and, and you, and you have people with, with IDD and they're serving you coffee. So I've gotten more comfortable interacting with people with all, all of those kind, kinds of things going on. But I got to say, I'm still a little uncomfortable if I haven't met them before and a person is in a wheelchair or, or, or something else. And I, uh, I don't, sometimes I don't know what to say, but I think what I'm having reinforced for me in this conversation is some of what we would try to teach in our world 
you know, um, listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, give them a chance to, to talk and, and, and give them a chance to share their story. That's, that's a thing to do, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Um, even if the person is nonverbal, they have a means of communication, which might be a, a some kind of tablet that they have an eye gaze that they can look at mm. to read, and then that tablet will talk back and say, I would like some water, you know, or hi, how are you? Um, that is their way of communicating with us. And even a simple thing as a smile and a thumbs up, mm. you know, really um, they don't like to be, this is a, trite term but baby talk to they don't really that's Mm. not a thing they're adults as well right so um you know hi how are you today and even if they can't answer they know that they're in a conversation and that somebody actually out there is asking really and wondering how they are and and really wanting to know are you having a good week did you sleep well last night you know everything everybody sleeps unless you're you know a vampire. Well, they <laughs> sleep during the day, but whatever. Um. <laughs> so we started to touch on it briefly, but I want to circle back to it and dive in a little deeper on what the business community sure. can do, uh, either as a community, like a group like Young Professionals of Woodstock or Woodstock Business Club, two that, two that I'm involved with, but also like a Business Radio X or like some of these folks who sponsor, you know, the Main Street Warriors program or, or, or clients of ours who also have, if they're part of, of what we've got going, they have a heart for community. They have a heart of service. Uh, what are what are some things that come to mind that uh, businesses can do? What are some good ways for them to get involved? And um, and I recognize they can write a check, but but say more about how, how the business community can get behind what you guys are doing. Well, um, our, our business community can get involved through, we have... Volunteer opportunities, I can give you an example. LGE Community um, Foundation comes to us once a year for a day of service. Hmm. So we design a program with the individuals and um, the LGE um, employees. Last year it was a luau. This year it might be, I think it might be an ice cream party or something. You know, it's a four-hour block of time that, employees and our individuals can get together and spend time together and then go out into the community and share. That would be a great way to even understand what we do and then get the other conversations going, you know, with the higher ups and things like that. It's all how you go about the moves. Well, it sounds to me like just for me, what I'm taking away from that is, just go learn, participate, yeah. drop by the birthday party mm-hmm. thing or, or the next event that you've got going and just hang out, have conversations with everyone involved. So, so, some of the people, uh, you know, the, that uh, are IDD, but also the families and, and the staff and the volunteers and just throw your hat over the fence, get to know folks. Yeah. And, and uh, the answers to how you can help will probably present themselves. Sure, right? absolutely. And I'm, you know, there are all kinds of different personalities in this world. There are introverts, there are extroverts, there are whatever new ones they just came up with. But you will find your place within the walls of Next Step Ministries in whatever capacity. We can we can place you. You can be anonymous. You can be on the front lines. But there will always be a place for anybody 
in our ministry because we don't just serve people with IDD. We serve our employees. We serve those in the community. We mm. have community we have community service workers that come to us that have obligations and their eyes are opened. So it's mm. a it's a whole hand holding opportunity there, and um, we always welcome people back. So we have a 5K also on October 7th, our 10th annual. We're a decade-old 5K com- uh, running now See, I think I can do that. I yeah. think I can do 5K. I don't think I can run it. You don't have to. But I can walk it. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be at First Baptist Woodstock, October <gasps> 7th. And then there are other just like stewardship opportunities, events coming up. You know, we have our birthday party this coming Saturday. We'll have a chili cook-off um, after the 5K next year. And then oh, we color have, me there. Yep. I, I will definitely eat the and chili. You can compi- but, and you but, can compete too. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So we cook chili. The Main Street Warriors, when we unveiled that program, just be, we're beginning to unveil it. I competed in the chili cook-off that Ken Crossan does for the first responders. Yep. And I had the best time. I did not win. <laughs> but I thought it turned out pretty Very good. Nice. And I got to tell you, Ken Crossan does know how to cook chili, too. <laughs> it was really good. So color me there on the 5K in okay. the chili cook-off. Very good. Um, and also, it's not... I don't have a date for the art opening at Reinhardt yet, but mm-hmm. it's going to be all Next Step Ministries created art Oh wow! Um, in conjunction with schools and things like that. So that'll be at the Fellaini in September. So I'm pretty excited about all that. Well, you should be. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I think I know the answer to this because of my personal experience, having now been in Woodstock right at two years and, and running a small business. Uh, but I'm going to ask anyway, how have you found the community at large and the business com- community uh, here in Cherokee County and the surrounding counties? Have you found them really supportive? I certainly have. Uh, and just, But I'm interested to know, what's, what's your perspective on that? I absolutely find that when you represent a business or organization with a very um, meaningful mission or vision that has shown any kind of measurable marks in the community, then people start to grab onto that. Mm. And I understand that when you're new in any or community, you've got to sort of dig in and have faith in yourself, get through those hard days. But, you know, don't be afraid to come to those why pow things, ask questions, and then you'll gravitate towards those individuals or companies that um, will help you grow and blossom. I think I think it's wonderful, especially like the first responders in this or in this community. Mm. I have never, I don't, I've just never seen such a close, tight knit group of people before. That's great. a great. It, that has certainly been my experience. I got to tell a story on myself when we moved here, uh, and then I decided to rent this space to have to have the studio for for Cherokee Business Radio. You know, we're very close to the, to the fire department, right? It's, I mean, it's just a quick little walk. And so, and one of the businesses that I love and I love so many around here is Pie Bar. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, I'm a regular there. Everybody knows me at Pie Bar. And, uh, so I went and bought a, uh, the, one of the, the, um, what is it? The pecan pie. The, is it the bourbon chocolate mm-hmm. pecan pie? So I bought a whole pie. Usually I'm buying slices, but I bought it for, for the firemen. And so it comes in this white box. And then I wrote you know, on a Sharpie on the top of it, I said, fire insurance booster policy for 998 Market Street. 
<laughs> but it was fun to be able to, you know, to take the pie down there. But yeah, the first responders, the business organizations in Woodstock, you know, just it's it's fantastic. I I just I love it. It Absolutely. sounds like you do too. I just think it's wonderful. I just thought of one other thing. Yeah. Um, other ways individual or companies can help. We have needs, everyday needs that help us to keep our operations open. Things like um, such trite things as paper towels, toilet paper, okay. um, things like that. We have an Amazon wish list. That kind of stuff helps to keep our bottom line low so we can um, you know, improve our programs and grow our programs. Because if you're just worrying about buying toilet paper and things like that, you're not going to be able to go out there and um, do other things. So that, that would be extremely helpful. So that's one thing. Well, no, I'm glad you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have that, that official kind of thing where like if I'm on Amazon buying something this afternoon, I can also go check out what, what something you want and I can just add some paper towels or whatever. Absolutely. We have an Amazon wish list. I can. Yeah, absolutely. No, we'll make sure we okay. include it when, okay. when, we, when we publish this, okay. we'll make it happen. And I mean, Holly and I, and I'm sure so many couples around town are this mm-hmm. way. I mean, Amazon's on my stoop like three times a week, right. you right. know, and it's a lot of times it's like a little $5 thing sure. here or $20 thing here. It doesn't matter. But how easy would it be to just go because they make it really pretty darn easy, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, yeah. Just pop yep, that just in. Just so easy. Yeah, and what that a will great be idea. Really helpful. Yeah, and you know that brings up a point. Something that um, I've learned, but I have to remind myself: you don't necessarily need to do the big heroic gesture, you know, with the big styrofoam check, you know, from the Main Street Warriors or from Stone or for you know, you know, thousands of dollars. You know, buying just the little things, mm-hmm. man, that means a lot. Absolutely. And it adds up, doesn't it? So absolutely it does. Um, you don't have to, you know, you can make the difference in any way you see fit. But one thing I do ask is that when you do that um, Amazon thing, mm-hmm. shoot me an email or write on the gift thing what your name is. Oh, because so I'd like to give you that tax credit. Oh, um, that's so about important. That if you want, if you so desire it, right. it also helps with um, auditing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Seriously, it does. Yeah. You know. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So there's a tip. Make sure that you that you somehow make sure that they're aware of it mm-hmm. and put your name on there. But that Amazon Amazon wish list that's a fantastic. That's a way any of us can help a little bit and help a lot of different causes. But uh, yeah, well, that's good to know. All right, what's the best way? For our listeners to learn more, connect with you, tap into the work you guys are doing, whatever you feel like is appropriate, you know, website, email, phone number. I just want to make it as as easy as possible for our listeners to to connect with you. Well, absolutely. We have a Facebook page. Um, That would be great. Next Step Ministries, Inc., I believe it is, on Facebook. Uh, That's where a lot of our things are. We have an Instagram tied to that as well, NSM. I'll have to get you that. Yeah, no worries. No, when we publish this, it, we'll have all okay. all of it listed there. Okay. So yeah, don't worry about that. Um, so I'll make sure that everything is on there. All right. Okay. okay. And is there an email address that you you want them to have? My email address is Lee L E I G H at nextstepministries.net. and our main phone number is seven seven zero five nine two one two two seven. Our address is, main address is 7709 Turner Road, Woodstock. Well, that's not far from mm-mm, here. Mm-mm. That's just down so the street. So close. <laughs> 
perfect. Well, it has been an absolute delight. I knew it would be having you in the studio. You're doing such important work. Keep up the good work. Don't be a stranger. Come back from time to time, if you will. Update us on on your activities. And it might be interesting to have staff or volunteers come in uh, or maybe, uh, you know, sponsors. Anything we can do here locally with Business Radio X to help you continue to get the word out and and thank the people who are helping you live into your mission. We're, we're going to make it happen, okay? Thank you so much, Stone, and thank you, Business Radio X, and thank you, Woodstock, and everybody out there. We appreciate you very much, more than you know. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Community Engagement Manager Lee Johnson with Next Step Ministries, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you again on Cherokee Business Radio.